0: Well, howdy there, Internet people. It's Beau again. So today, we're going to talk about foreign policy and cell phones and how a cell phone equivalent is going to change foreign policy and why I do my foreign policy videos the way I do. And we're going to do this because I got a message directly asking a question, and it's a good question. The first sentence of it, we're going to skip and we're going to come back to We'll do that at the end. But my question is why you separate videos talking about what is happening from videos talking about how it could be better. Shouldn't they be done together? You could say, this is bad. We could do this instead. It might make people want a different foreign policy. I get what you're saying here. The idea of presenting them together, right? Um... The reality is most people don't realize there's a problem yet. Most people do not understand American foreign policy to the point where they could realize that that suggestion of how it could be better, that that's not even on the table. And if you put them together, it makes it seem like that was a, an option that the powers that be considered and for whatever reason rejected. Not that it just wasn't one that was even considered. Um, I think it is important for people to understand the cold, hard reality of, of, of foreign policy and how it works. I think they need to hear, don't bring silly notions like justice or morality into this. Because that doesn't have anything to do with what we're talking about. It's about power. You've heard me say stuff like that over and over again in almost every one of those videos that's about how it is. They need that wake-up call. I think people need that because most people don't understand there's a problem yet. If you were to compare it to another fight to make something better, compare it to the drive for police accountability. We don't have cell phones yet. When everybody started carrying cell phones, there was this moment where people were like, the cops have gotten out of control. No, they've been like that. They just weren't on tape. They just weren't filmed. If you go back 10 years before then and you watch or listen to stuff produced by black creators, whether it be music or movies, they're telling you this is what's happening. But that evidence isn't there. They need to hear it and then they'll see it because we are getting the foreign policy equivalent of cell phones right now in Ukraine. When you think about American foreign policy and you think about the American view of armed foreign policy war, it shifted in Vietnam, right? Because the footage was broadcast into the living rooms. It was no longer approved stuff given to news outlets by DOD. It was journalists there broadcasting that footage. It seemed more real. It seemed more real because you got to see the 19-year-old kid from two towns over get loaded onto a Huey. It made it more tangible. It wasn't all this idealistic, glory-filled version of... Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Boys, that's not what it was like. It became more real. Ukraine is the next level of that. There aren't many engagements that have occurred in that war that you can't get footage of. If you wanted, you could watch it. I don't suggest you do, but you could it's shaping our perception of it and it's getting rid of that that image that it's all glory you know people they could say you know i don't want to go to war and if i go though at least i'll go down fighting yeah then they see the footage they see that's not really how it works a lot of those people they didn't even know it happened One second they were here, the next second they were gone. They were carrying rations from the truck to the tent, and that's the second the drone flew over. There's no glory in that. And that being available is altering our views. And it might make people more receptive to the idea of a foreign policy that is less competitive and more cooperative, which is where we're going to have to go. I mean, We're going to have to go there anyway because of the major events that are on the horizon, climate change, stuff like that. There's no way to do that in a nationalist framework. It's going to have to become more cooperative. We don't have a choice as a species. And understand, when I say our foreign policy, I'm talking about humanity, not just the U.S. Yeah, the U.S. is bad. (laughs) There's ample evidence of that. But... This is true of pretty much any country that engages in in moves on the international stage. Any major player does the same stuff. Um, So I think having them divided so it doesn't appear as though the options for cooperation were on the table and just discounted. Uh, I think having them divided is more effective. I think it points out that this is how we view it, period, full stop. We don't even consider this other stuff. Uh, So that's why I do it that way. Um, Now, to the first sentence in this. You're always right about international and foreign policy stuff. No, I am not. (laughs) Don't do that. Don't do that. No, I'm not. More accurate than most. Sure, I'll take that. But I would point out the reason I'm more accurate than most is because I don't put as much faith as you put in me in that sentence in anybody. Don't do that. Don't get to the point where you think I'm always right. Because that's the point I'm definitely going to be wrong. If you ever need a reminder of how wrong I can be, go back and watch that first video about the pandemic. That that should give you a clear sign. I am not always right. Human. Flawed. Make mistakes. Um, So just bear that in mind. But we're getting our cell phones. Those people who want a different foreign policy, we're getting that tool. People are seeing it in real time, real footage, uncensored. It's probably going to change the perception of war being glorious and foreign policy being something that has to be competitive anyway it's just a thought y'all have a good day